This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Teenage boys are the worst. Oh, yeah. And all men know this because at one point we were teenage boys. Disgusting. And it makes it even worser. Worser. If you are now the father of a girl because there is a constant fight brewing inside of you. Bro, I don't know what you do. You don't want to be that overbearing dad who embarrasses their kid, Mm -hmm. and you want them to have their independence. But it can be hard to sit on your hands when you see some things that teenage boys are doing. Is this something new? I... you're hanging out in the break room, right? It's just classic rock 96.5 WCMF. Before we get there, by the way, if you want to watch the show. Watch our talk. That's right. You can catch it live at WCMF.com, the Odyssey app, or you can catch us on YouTube and Twitch on both of them. Uh, it's the break room WCMF. Like, subscribe. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, like we always tell you in our meetings with our corporate folks that work outside of Rochester. Mm-hmm. You know, when they subscribe to your YouTube, it lets us know, folks out of town, that you're running a quality program. Okay. It's a quality <laughs> program you got there. So again, uh, The Break Room, WCMF on YouTube and Twitch. All of that brought to you, our, brought to you by our good friends at Three Heads Brewing. Three Heads Brewing, quality brewery. <laughs> you guys want to talk about some shirtless teenage boys? No. Well, we're gonna. Why... why... Why didn't they have no shirt on? All right. Why don't they have no shirt on? You know my oldest plays hockey. Mm -hmm. And because of that, she and her teammates spend a lot of time around boys they know from school while at the rink. Okay. You know, we like live at the rink. Right, right? yeah. So a couple weeks ago, and I've been fighting bringing this up on the air because it's weird. (laughs) Yeah. I'm watching my daughter practice on the upstairs rink Mm -hmm. at uh, one of the rinks here in town. So I'm upstairs. The rink's downstairs. So you're looking down on the action. You got it. All right. Bird's eye view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, I'm looking down, and I see like 10 shirtless 14, 15-year-old boys standing on the glass where my daughter and her teammates are practicing. So they're on the ice, army of shirtless boys wearing only their leg pads and pants. What are they doing? They're standing there. Like taunting the girls? Well, or? I'm trying to figure it out. And I do want to be clear up front. I want to be clear up front. It's not totally strange to see like a shirtless guy walking quick through a rink while they're getting ready for a game. But these teenage boys, Tommy, it seems like they had a plan. Did they right. just get done with the game? No, nope, they were the getting deal? ready for practice. Okay. All right. So they're changing. All of these teenage boys are subtly like low-key flexing while standing <laughs> on the glass in his How practice. pathetically funny was this? It was very funny. It was very funny. But they were trying to get the girl's attention, obviously. Okay. And it was the weirdest moment of my girl dad life thus sure. far. Yeah. Because on one hand, 
put your damn shirts on, you little pervs, because mm-hmm. I know what you're trying to do, right. and that's my little girl out there. Hey, cut it out. Keep <laughs> your hairless chest away from my daughter. But on the other hand, mm. as I had the uh, you know dad anger bubbling up inside of me, I thought to myself, What's that? what am I going to do here? Am I going to run downstairs and no. scream at a bunch of 14, 15-year-old boys no, that I don't not. know to put your shirt back on? And what happens if they tell me to go F myself? Yeah, nothing. You, you can do nothing. You're just going to look like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not going to fight a shirt, an army of shirtless teenage boys inside a hockey rink. <laughs> so, so what if you said put your shirt on and they said simply, why? Because my daughter's out there. <laughs> I know what you're trying. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Of course you know what you're doing. So here's the thing. All right. There was nothing I could do. No. And even in the moment, I'm trying to figure out, as a dad watching this, if this was something I should want to do something Well, you got to keep an eye on this action. Well, here's the thing. As your kids get older, I'm having this experience with a daughter, but I'm sure it happens with boys as well. When that romantic aspect of life mm-hmm. really starts to appear, yeah. it is difficult to know if and when and how you should insert yourself as a parent. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at right now. And using this story as an example, those boys are trying to get the girls' attention. And we all did stupid things as teenage boys at that time, too. And in that moment, it's totally innocent. Fine. But I don't like it. Of course not. I don't like it at all. And I want to do something. I know you. You you have to put yourself in that boy's bare chest. I think of how you would want to be approached if you were were, – Shirtless jackass and at the ring. Well, here's the thing. I had I had a big boobs at 14, you were, 15. Yeah, you were the kid with the shirt on. So. Yeah, no, I was not going out with my shirt <laughs> off to try. That was not going to impress anybody. In fact, there would have been girls that would have been jealous at 14, 15 of the bosoms I had. So I can't relate <laughs> to that. All right, so you point. can't even put yourself in that no. position. Well, I don't well, know. But, like, but, the way, but to his point, the way you would want a girl's dad to talk to you, like what would, what would you have respected at, at 14? Well, like, no, if any guy came downstairs when I was 14, 15 mm. and said, hey, put your shirt back on, or even was like, hey, like, try to be cool, dad, hey, guys, listen, we all hate shirts, I'm with you, but you gotta have your shirt on inside, we would have made fun of that guy yes. mercilessly, mercilessly, so there's nothing I even could have done short of... Getting someone who works for, for the rink to go down and tell them, hey, you know, you have to have your shirt on right. inside the, the rink. The rink management. Yes. Which, that thought did cross my mind. <laughs> Would it be funny if you went down there and took your shirt off, too, and just started playing? <laughs> well, boys, this they, is how you do clear it. clear out real quick. <laughs> this is how I used to get the girls. Well, no, but here's the thing. That would only embarrass my daughter. Yeah. I don't know if that but would But it might shut the, the whole operation down. I don't know, unless we're all like a shirtless team. Oh. Also, how would I explain to those boys' parents why I'm now shirtless with <laughs> their teenage shirts? Yeah, it's progress. creep out there. All right, so there's really nothing you can do except just let it happen. Okay, so yeah, you they... have no experience with this. Mm-hmm. Fine, yeah. I understand. Mm-hmm. Kimmy, mm-hmm. you have been a teenage girl. Sure. You live through stuff like this. I don't know if my dad's a good example or a bad example. I don't know because my dad always wanted to be bestie with all the guys. So he would have his shirt off? Uh, probably. Okay. Like Because, I mean, there were a lot of um, kids that I grew up with in our neighborhood um, like that, that were boys that my dad like always wanted to play basketball with, or <laughs> he would taunt them because like a lot of them were Miami Dolphins fans. So he would ta- he'd love to like go kidding. out of his way to taunt them when the Bills would win. But if the Bills lost, he'd avoid them for like the next month. I'm with your dad on that. Everything is fine there. But um, but I just I remember my dad just wanted to always be the cool dad. Okay, so your dad would not. So have- he's that guy. All right. Yeah. All right. And look, here's the thing. Mm. I can already see the Facebook messages coming in. I understand that I was a massive tool yeah. douche as a 14, 15-year-old kid, right. right? 
but we're past that now. And it's your daughter. Yeah, there's nothing I can do about that. I have done bad things. Mm-hmm. I have made mistakes. I've embarrassed myself and put parents in bad situations, but it's not my responsibility to protect my little princess. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Put your shirt back up! <laughs> 252 WCMF, uh, like 10 shirtless boys two weeks ago at the hockey rink. I'm watching this uh, from a distance, f- like subtly flexing with no shirts on the glass while my daughter and her teammates are uh, practicing. I didn't, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Let's talk to John. Hey, Johnny. How are you, buddy? How's it going, brother? Good. What do you got? Uh, my daughter, she's going to be 14 in a month, but she had a boyfriend last summer, and she's with him still now. But when they first started dating... I, I did a little brief talk with him. I said, hey, that's my baby girl. You hurt her. I hurt you. You know, whatever. No, it's always good to threaten a teenage boy. That's a good move. <laughs> but, like, whatever. He's a good, you know, seemed like a good kid. But my daughter had her best, one of her best friends sleep over, and they wanted to go for a walk. And she was like, oh, okay, we're going to go for a walk. Fine. But she didn't say anything about going and meeting up with him for a walk. Ooh. Uh, you know, so I get on my bike, and I, you know, I'm going to go for a ride or whatever. I get down to the end of the street and I see my daughter, him and uh, her friend. They happen to see me. He decides to all of a sudden, as soon as he sees me, he jumps into the ditch. I pull over. I pull over and put my cigarette out or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, what, what's going Why is he jumping in the ditch? <laughs> and my daughter's like, I don't know. And why is he still in the ditch? Cause I caught you. Well, he finally gets out of the ditch, and he's got mud down his pants, up and down his arm. <laughs> I was like, don't, just don't be hiding it, you know? Okay, don't I mean, be that's honest a, about it. That's a, pretty, that's a pretty heady move by Dad. I do love the fact that you were out for an exercise bike ride while smoking a cigarette. That also is a great part of the No, story. no, it was my motorcycle, not a, a Oh, lot of I thought okay. he was on a bike, but yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's on my motorcycle. I was going to say, because I haven't seen that Peloton commercial. Yeah, really. <laughs> John, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. Yeah. All right, so so you just want open honesty. Yeah. Or no, you don't. Um, you want oh, you could, because you want to see what you want to see. You don't want open honesty. You want the open honesty you're uh, expecting from your kid, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. But I guess it's the respect factor. It always comes down with old men to respect, and I include myself in that old mm. men discussion, right? Like, you know, just don't <clears throat> just don't treat me like I was bored. Yeah, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Mm. I see with my own eyes what's going on on my bicycle with my cigarette hanging out of my mouth. Has your daughter gone to, like, co-ed parties yet? Like, where it's kind of somebody's, like, birthday party, but there's a bunch of kids. Like, it's a pool party or something with a, a bunch of kids. Not yet. Okay, So what's, what's great about hockey is mm. that it takes up all of their right. time, right? And they're so, exhausted. Yeah. Exactly. What sucks about hockey is there are always boys everywhere yeah. okay. at the rink. And look, having played hockey as a kid, you go near a boy hockey player, I will lock you in your room for the rest of your life. Those are mm. the one type of guys you do not date. And every mother that can hear me that has a son that plays hockey, you can be mad if you want. You know I'm right. Okay. You know I'm right. Mm. Bunch of smooth-talking scumbags. I would be more fearful of those house parties than anything. Yeah, because at least with the hockey rink, it's all right in front of you. It's well lit. It's cold. It's well lit. Not always well lit. <laughs> well, it's, it is cold. Yeah. But pool party? No way. No effing way. Well, what do you mean? Oh, pool party, okay, Jesus there, there's no way I'm letting my daughter as a, as a young teenager go to some Guess goddamn what? co-ed happen. pool. But that's... Okay, That's the one I fear. Shows up. Hell, we got a, adult buddies I wouldn't let go to a pool party. Well, that that's a different story. <laughs> you know that's you right. For different reasons there. But where do you think they started out? 
as young pool party goers. Where? Okay, so what's the age you'd be okay with a girl going to a pool party? College. College? Yeah. I no, can't. I remember, like, as a kid, like, somebody in the neighborhood would have a birthday party and there'd be boys and girls there in the pool. I'm talking more about high school, somebody's got a pool. But you're friends with those kids all the way through. I don't know. I think it happens at a younger age than you think, innocently, you know? Mm. All right, so let me ask you this question, then. Mm. Because part of this is what's okay. The other part of it is having to explain it to your kids. So yeah. let's do a role play here. All right, all right you be dad. I'm my dad. Uh, yeah, and I'll be 13-year-old girl. Because okay. I can play that role really all well. Right. All, right. all right, hold on. Uh, so my friends are having a pool party and everybody's going, so I need you to drop me off at 5 o'clock at Dan's house. Okay. You ain't going to no Dan's goddamn serving up my daughter pool party. You say that to your 13-year-old daughter. Yeah. Okay. But all my friends are going. Everyone's going. I, no, I didn't say, I didn't ask, I said I need to be, everyone's going. I need to be there at 5. Okay. I need, no, I need to be there at 5. First of all. 5. Age-appropriate bathing suit, uh, two towels on at all times, <laughs> out of the pool, and then back into regular clothes. Okay, so there are people listening now believing you're being an overbearing father yes. that isn't let your kid having independence. And you've said about kids that have overbearing mm, parents, the second right. they get set loose, right. they go nuts. Yeah, but this is a bad one, Pat. What? Listen, I've been to pool parties as a kid. You've been to pool parties as a kid. They're bad. Especially if there's no parental... Uh, supervision. Well, well, that would be something you'd want to know as a parent. Yeah, yeah. but then again, even parental supervision, depending on the parent, yeah. changes, right? Because right. like you different know, rules at different houses. But it used to be like I would go and talk to the parents of my kids' friends, yeah. right, and like get see if they're on the level. And like mm-hmm. again, with hockey, it's great because I know these parents intimately. We see each other three times a week, five times a week. But like, if it's someone from school, Kimmy, I can have a conversation with somebody. And you don't I, know. I think they're on the level. I could leave, and they could go down to the basement and watch football. Right. And the kids are all outside alone. And here's another rule: you're not allowed to go to anybody's house that has a hot tub. Hot tubs are off limits to anyone under 21 years of age. Why are you talking like the Boys Beware <laughs> PSA that we played all those years ago? The, no hot you, tub. Don't you dare! I'm going to tell you right now: no hot tub. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. A bunch of teenage hockey players uh, took their shirts off, just had their hockey pants and leg pads on. Uh, A couple weeks ago at my daughter's practice, they were standing on the glass while my daughter and her teammates were practicing, and they were all like subtly flexing, I guess, trying to impress them. I'm I'm watching this happen from a bird's eye view upstairs, and Mm. I want to go down there and be like, hey, put your shirts back on, (laughs) you hairless pervs. But... I knew that would be bad, mm. but I also did not like watching what was happening because I know what you're trying to do there. Sure. So like when it comes to the more general stuff, I understand a dozen shirtless teenage boys in a hockey rink is something that not everyone goes through on a daily All basis. Right. But like for the girl dads, the one that raised kids, the ones that have them now, if that kid that she likes or is her boyfriend or whatever shows up at the house and is short and rude with you, mm-hmm. do you say something as a dad? The kid's rude? You feel yeah. like he's not giving you the respect you deserve. Like if He's you see, got an attitude. Well, okay, if the kid has that has a romantic link to your daughter is always polite to your face or rude to your face, mm-hmm. which one would you rather see? Right, your friends are a polite kid. Oh, you sure? Because I was a very polite kid. I was very charming. Parents loved me. Little, loved little me. Little too polite, All right. Tommy. But did got you like that, that old Duffy charm. <laughs> spiky hair. Yeah, we're still waiting on that. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, but I also don't want to deal with some wise-ass jackass. All teenage boys are wise-ass jackasses. Right. I think I would take polite. So you want polite, 
And then you go, like, oh, that's a good, that's a nice boy. Well, I know, I know for sure, like with my wife, if she sees, she, which is weird, she hates wise asses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does, she, does she hate wise asses? Like, she'll start telling me about kids, like, but when she worked in a school, yeah. like, there were a problem. I go, I was that kid. Or oh, you were like, that's nothing. But yeah. He's doing it wrong. But you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, I think I'd rather, I think it just makes life easier if you have a play kid. Even if he's a closet wise ass, I take closet wise ass. Kimmy? Yeah. I mean, you were the one that had the interactions with the boys when you were a teenager. Yeah. Or at least you saw your friends. Um, <laughs> it was always the charming ones that were the worst when you were away from the parents, right? It was always the guys that knew. Well, those smooth. were always the ones you liked, right? I mean. Smooth boy. Yeah. Smooth Said that talking. <laughs> well, no, in defense of you, I mean, these shirtless boys were all smooth boys. I mean, there's no, not a hair on them. They're, they're 14 and 15, you know? Ugh. We were all there. I know. Let me ask you yeah. this. So let's say hypothetically, yeah. you know, uh, your daughter brings a boy over. They're mm. watching TV in the living room. Yeah. Everything's fine. They think you can't hear them, and he's rude to her. Tells her to shut up, or you're stupid. That's stupid. Do you step in and say something? Ooh. Make it a face, Kimmy. I would think it would be really hard not to. Well, but you're also of the uh, school of leave it alone and let them figure it out. You don't want to be overbearing dad. Well, maybe, maybe you have the conversation... With your kid when they leave and say, like, "Does they do they always say that to you?" You know what I mean. Like maybe you point stu- it out. Don't to say her. stupid things. <laughs> you know, bringing it on <laughs> yourself a little you... bit. I mean, what you said was sound pretty stupid. <laughs> me maybe a... you, you you point it out to her and hope that she knows that that's not okay. He calls her a bitch. Well, oh, Jesus. Oh, I think you might. Well, she, it's not dice you clay. Might jump in. You, I mean, I mean, you're the parent. I would think it would be extremely difficult for a parent to. Stay out of that. I mean, am I within my right to step in there? I think I you think toss. So. No, the kids got You got to yeah. toss the kid out of the house. Get yeah. out! You go Ralph Crandon on him. No, you got to toss that kid. By the way, did you just do a dice and a Ralph Crandon reference in two back-to-back sentences sure in a did. show in 2024? <laughs> I think you got to toss the kid. I mean, they're going to be that disrespectful. And I'm within my rights there. Yes. Okay. Well, no. But like- I don't know how she's going to handle it. Like, if I throw that kid out because he drops the b-word on her, is she going to be so embarrassed? That I'm doing even more damage, you know. If that gets back to school, that well, yeah, but you don't talk to my kid like that. But is there a way of doing it delicately? Hey, please leave before I murder your face. Call my daughter that. I don't know. Can the- you do it like how you know how I get in those mob movies when they're first kind of nice to you? You know, I understand. You know, you have a little problem over here. You know, with the language and everything. And now you just can't leave. But you want him to leave. Yeah. But now you just can't. <laughs> but now you, so you're going to beat a teenage uh, boy within an inch happening? of his life? Yeah, like he has some a- fat buddies with, you know, billy clubs. No, I don't know. How you, I, I guess I don't want to set my daughter off where she's going to be traumatized. Okay. Where I make mm. things ten times worse. Yes. I understand. I understand. So maybe I pretend I didn't hear it. And I wow! go back to having a drink. Wow! Or, or, or I'm hoping my wife hears it. Oh, no, that would be the worst situation. Oh, no, it wouldn't. My wife would. Oh, oh me too. Right. Bro, it would be like the Gambinos, and I'm fine with that. 
We got Facebook messages coming in. You can always get us at WCMF for the Break Room Facebook page. Brett writes us, you should have found those boys' parents and told them to get shirts on their sons. There are girls right there. If you couldn't find the parents, you were within your rights to walk down there and tell them to get away from the rink with no shirts. No, I wasn't. I was it's not, not your rink. It's not even your jurisdiction to do anything. I don't have yeah, a yeah, jurisdiction. No. I'm a dad. There's no like, it's not guy even your here. house. Yeah. You can't go like, boss some people around. It's not even your place. Yeah. I will say he brings up an interesting factor, like the other parents. Like with the way you treat would that relationship with that kid change and the way you treat that kid change based on how well you know his parents? I think that, I mean, we all have friends. Right. Right? I have friends of that have teenage boys around the same age yeah. as my daughter and they know each other. Yeah. I like those people. I will say this. If one of their kids was rude or mean or yeah, did like, something. Yeah, would you not feel great. more comfortable saying something? No. No? But okay. it would definitely make me hate those parents. Oh, okay. And I know that's petty and stupid and small of me. But that, but that's human nature, man. I mean, you wear the sins of your kids, right? No, but it would flip a switch. Like, if there's someone I really, really like, right. I'm not going to address it with them because, look, mm. it's out of my like, oh, yeah. It's your kid. I understand, yeah. but I will. But well, you'll you raise a better kid. And, I, and here's the thing. I know. I'm sure that my daughter said the same exact thing. Has done things. I'm good. Has done things like that before. Yeah. And I wonder how it reflects on me. Well, I mean, everything reflects on you, right? What you do in life. I mean, everybody's. I mean, everybody's paying attention. But I like to think I raised her the right way until those moments where you realize you didn't. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Score one for the people that believe if you make enough noise, you'll get whatever you want. Good. Now, normally those people are annoying, but in this case, they have a legitimate bitch. What happened? Well, when you pay money for something and you don't get that thing mm. and you don't get a refund and you bought it from a reputable company... I mean, what the hell else are you supposed Sounds to do? Sounds like you're screwed, though, bro. Uh, turns out, maybe not. All right. You're hanging out in the break room. It's just classic rock, 96.5. WCMF. So a story that was all over the news in the greater Rochester area late last week. Ruby Gordon Home Store yeah. announced that they were closing their doors forever. That yeah, was the first, yep, first story that hit early in the week. And we talked lovingly about Ruby Gordon yeah. and how they had been open almost a century and we all remember those commercials and it was going to be weird that another 
cornerstone, name brand, mm-hmm. Rochester, mm-hmm. homegrown business was going to be gone. So then the next day, uh, there was a story, I believe, on News 8. They talked to a gentleman who said he went around November, I think it was, to go buy a living room set from Ruby Gordon during their clearance sale. Said he spent $1,000. And he went home and waited for everything to be delivered. Yeah, how'd it go? Not great. Because he waited and he waited and he waited. And then he went back in to figure out where this thing was and talk to somebody. And he says they not only didn't have an answer for him, they tried to upsell him on more expensive stuff. Then he went home and waited and waited and waited and had yet to get either a refund or the stuff that he purchased. Not really a response either, right? Well, because he said the you know the company had gone into bankruptcy. Right. They're closing. Yeah. This was the gentleman talking about his frustrations on News 8. I can't get a hold of anybody. Now we're talking... Take it on the small claims court, but how do we even do that? When no, where we, everything that is online, their corporate office, everything that's corporate is their Henrietta store, the phone number. So you can't even call a one eight hundred number or talk to anyone other than this, the number that's posted on their website. What sucks even more, you can't even get over that stuffy nose. <laughs> So they're not answering their phone calls. They're not answering his emails. He didn't yeah. even know he's, where to turn. Yeah, He's getting nothing out of this. It's like they don't exist, you but, got you, it. but I'm looking at your store. But here's the thing. Yeah. So when we told you that story last week, we thought it was a one-off unique situation yeah. until we went to the phones. We heard from a guy who said he spent $3,500 oh, right. on a new living room set. Same situation as this guy from Ruby Gordon mm-hmm. and never showed up. Yeah. And he said he had just written off the money because he, too, said that he wasn't going to be able to get a refund until the bankruptcy was settled. And then the night that we did that story on our show, more news stories. One woman wrote me on Instagram and said they lost $7,000 oh in furniture. God. That same woman ended up going on 13 Wham that night to tell her story. So a lot of bad press for Ruby Gold. Yeah, but there is no bad press when you're going out of business. Turns out this press was so bad, there is. What, 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 you or can't hurt the me. timing of it. In the seems res- that way. Uh, well, in yeah. the response to all the complaints, the mm-hmm. CEO of Ruby Gordon, Aaron Ruby, said he was terrible. He felt terribly bad for the impact of the store closure in the bank. Okay, all right, all right. So today, customers will have an opportunity to go to the store. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read you a quote from News 8. Customer inquir- inquiries, excuse me, and a liquidation sale. So... The customer inquiries, I get. It says they're going to try and offer refunds and figure out where everything is for the people that don't have their stuff with yet. And I'm sure, uh, based on the amount of people we've heard affected mm-hmm. by this, it's going to be pretty busy. Yeah, right. yeah, I would guess. So that being said, why, after the stories you've heard the last couple of days, mm-hmm. would anybody go to a liquidation sale at Ruby yeah, for a super discount? Yeah, I'm taking a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other things we may or may not deliver to your house. Unless I can walk out of the store right, with that's that the item only thing. in that second. Carry out. Yeah. There's no way yeah. I'm spending no, that No, because money. you've already screwed the pooch, man. You're absolutely right. So I understand that there are people today that have been affected by this in a negative way. Yeah. And they saw this story and they go, oh, thank God I'm going to get this taken care of. Mm-hmm. There is no way that this is going to go smoothly of course not. at Ruby Gordon today. Because that's not really an answer, what they said. We're going to figure this out. Like, we don't need to do anything. You need to either give me furniture or money. Mm. Like, don't involve me in this. Like, I somehow also screwed up. Like, hey, let's work this out, man. You know what I I mean? I think the problem here, by the way, I'm trying to find another story to get a different quote because that was written vaguely on News 8. Mm. And I know that it was written better on uh, other. It was more more clear. Stations with writers. 
No, I mean, it sounds like the reason why all of this stuff started happening mm-hmm. is when the company declared bankruptcy, people outside of the business took over the finances yeah. and, like, the store. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't... It's out of their hands. Were, yeah, their so company. the company says, right. take it with for whatever you want to take it with. But yes, it sounds like they didn't expect this to happen as quickly as it did. There were some unforeseen circumstances of having to declare bankruptcy, and that's what caused all the issues here. So it's possible. That the folks who own Ruby Gordon are legitimately horrified by what happened. It's true. They feel terrible, and they are doing everything they can today mm. to try and make whole the people that have had these issues. Okay. It's also possible, again, because we're a very cynical show, mm. that they don't care. The press was so bad that they had to come out and say something. Could be that. But, I mean, to their point, to give them, I guess, credit, like you said, you're not going to be a business in a couple weeks. Right. You don't have to do damage control. I no. do also wonder, because you... <laughs> Because I'm guessing, you know, if you work for this company, you're out of a job as soon as this yeah. is over. Yeah. Who's signing up to take that shift? Well, it's a guaranteed paycheck for a little while. Longer. Last guess, guy Larry, yeah. right? Last guy Larry. But I mean, but if you know that maybe there's nothing you can do in certain instances, like I don't want to be the one getting bitched at all day. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, maybe you see like the higher ups that are still there. You know, but, uh, yeah. Why would they be there? Well, they might the, be gone too. No, but they're the ones working through the bankruptcy. Uh, like, right. You know, when a company shuts down, there are still like people that have to work there until the day they're no longer a yeah, company. Like a shell, mm-hmm. yeah. Kimmy, I'm with you. If I work like an I, hourly yeah, job, I wouldn't want it. Yeah, you're shell guy. I'm out. But then again, I mean, if you have a guaranteed check a couple more days before okay. you get blown out, I guess mm-hmm. it just depends on. I don't care. About but you're going to get a mate. Furniture money right now. <laughs> The guy that does not care about his job. Oh, you mean that way? Me. You're going to get a me. You're going to get Winn-Dixie Tommy. (laughs) Good luck, everybody. Rub my butt and all this stuff, man. I don't care. (laughs) 252 WCMF. Ruby Gordon, home, announced today uh, they will be doing everything they can to make customers whole after the flood of unhappy responses. Mm. People never getting deliveries, not being able to get refunds. We heard about three of them specifically. News stories all late last week. People with similar stories. I guess they are opening today, and they will allow people to not only deal with their issues they've had, but it says, again, a bankruptcy liquidation sale. <laughs> How discounted would this stuff have to be for you to roll the dice on a later this Man, week? Man, it delivery? would have to be like 90% off, right? Okay. Well, look, 90% but off. But you still of a, may not get yeah. it. Well, okay, Kimmy, what's 90% off of 5000 Um, We're not going to try and do math without a calculator. Be like a couple hundred bucks. 90% off. 500 500 bucks. Would that be 500 bucks? No, not 500 yeah, 90%. 90% would be 500 No. Of $5,000? What'd you say? 90% off of $5,000. It'd be a couple five, hundred bucks. It'd be 500 bucks. All right. So let's say it's $500 for, I said it would have cost you 5000 80% would be 1000 And 10% would be 500 Okay. 500 bucks. Okay. Right, $500. So $5,000 furniture set. It's a nice furniture set. Right. Really nice. Top shelf. Yeah. But 500 bucks still a lot of money. Yeah. Would you spend... 500 bucks today on a $5,000 set, and they'll be like, yeah, we'll bring it to you Friday. But they say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> so their voice trails off and off and end. Kind of fades off into the roof. Would you do it? I don't know. I mean, you if it's something so you, stupid. No, you're the you're, stupidest person. <laughs> but if it's something really cool you wanted, you may you may roll the dice. Do we figure out what 90% You were at 500. Yeah! yeah. Right. So, yeah, so 10% would be. Yeah. I oh, may I may roll the dice. All right, Kimmy. Well, Kimmy's uh, in a much different financial situation than you and your sugar yeah. mama. I'm mm. in 
I'm, I'm probably taking the risk. If really? You, I mean, if it's something nice that I know that I can normally not afford. Yeah, I mean, she's a new home buyer. I might. She's I, house poor. It would be hard to walk in. Poor folk. It would be hard to walk in there and not see that deal sitting there and not take advantage. Because poke salad, Kimmy. <laughs> A lot of Elvis references today. A lot of Elvis today. Not written by Elvis. No, and nothing was written by Elvis. <laughs> Kimmy, you'd be essentially willing to part with five hundred bucks but I for guess, nothing. But if I'm already, if I've already made the decision that I'm going to go look, right. okay. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm probably staying away from it altogether. But if we decided, like, let's go take a peek, it would be hard to not walk out with something. Like yeah. I don't know what I yeah. haven't bought furniture in so long. I don't know what five hundred five thousand dollars looks like in furniture anymore. Not as much as you think. Yes, yeah, so I'm guessing, right? Because I remember back in the day, you could fill your whole house for five G. Here we go, man. It has been the and old- now nothing. What you get an end table? Old man take <laughs> all day. Like even in the commercial breaks. IKEA. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 